Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Yes, it is. Welcome to my house. Getting just a little bitty taste. It's funny to watch those newscasts and have them all tell us winter has moved in. <laughs> That's winter as defined by local Phoenicians and Tucsonans. <laughs> but we are getting moisture. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that, as well as some nice snow up north. Boy, it's going to be hard not to jump in the car and head north the next couple days and just take a look at the snow. Boy, I'll tell you, that last issue, Arizona Highways, has a pictorial section just on the Grand Canyon. And there's one, there's a couple pictures of the snow-covered Grand Canyon. And I'm, I'm going to find how I can get that picture hung in our house. Just never get tired of it. It's, I, I never get tired of pictures of the Grand Canyon. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. There's so many different angles right. when it snows. I know. When it's sunny, you know, know. when the sun hits. Oh, uh, gosh. That turned to year. It's different step by step, moment by moment. It's a pretty special place. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get into the topic of home ownership, home remodeling, home improvement in and about and around your house, home, castle, or cabin, I promised I would start this hour with something that would hopefully melt away all your anxiety about the current events that are going on in our neighborhoods, in our communities, our state, our nation, and the world. And I like to read. I love to read. And I'm going to tell you the best book I'm reading right now. But one of the better books I've read recently, who doesn't love the movie and the novel Forrest Gump? Is that, is that a great movie? Or terrific not? movie. That's a great movie. And if you haven't seen it in 15 years, see it again. See it again. Yeah. Yeah. See it again. It again. It's, it's even better. It's pertinent. It's very pertinent. Well, the man that wrote that novel, his name is Winston Groom. He has recently come out, and he loves history because you know that from the, from the movie. He has recently come out with a book called The Patriots, Founding Brothers. And let me just read a little, just a little, okay? Partisan bickering and juvenile name-calling is nothing new in American politics. It's not new, (laughs) y'all. There are people all over the world trying to tell you we're in worse condition than we've ever been in the history of the country. We're not. The election of 1800 was so savagely fought It resulted in a deadly duel, a constitutional amendment, and lifelong estrangement among what once were fast friends, the founding fathers. Whatever we think of modern political discourse, present-day mudslingers are relative amateurs when stacked against the 18th century forefathers. So... I want you, if you think this is the worst it's ever been, it's not. We have got the tradition, the legacy, and the hope of America to carry us forward. This book, The Patriot, ends this way. Listen to this quote. Hamilton, Jefferson, and Adams made the country what it is today, 
and their dust still sparkles like stars in the minds of their fellow Americans. And these guys hated each other. All right? So America will continue. And on that topic, a book I'm reading right now that should be in everybody's library is by a man who immigrates here. The man's name is George it's it's a tough it's a tough name. He comes from he comes from the country of Georgia, Azerbaijan. His name is George Papish Papishvili. And it the book is called Anything Can Happen. Now I found it it was a gift to me and it's a very small book. It was actually written in the 40s and it in and on Harper and Brothers Harper and Brothers published it. And on the title page, it says this book is incomplete and in its complete and unabridged contents is manufactured in strict conformity with the government regulations on saving paper. We were under a paper crisis <laughs> when this book was written. So it's it's about five by eight. It's about the size of a postcard. It's under 200 pages long. And it's a story of a man that immigrates to the United States. I promise you. If you get this book, and I searched it on Amazon last night just to see if it was available, and there are copies for 13 14 bucks. Their first edition copy is $900. I promise you, before you get to the second chapter, this author, George, is going to be your best friend. It is a story about an immigrant to America who gets arrested because of the language barriers, sticks it out, Marries an American woman, works in the Detroit auto manufacturing facilities, goes to moves to California, lives the American dream. And after being here 40 years, he takes his wife home to Tbilisi and writes another book, Home Again Home. These are two of the best books I've read that are restoring my hope in this great country, regardless of what the newsmakers want to make you believe is so wrong with this country. Hang in there, America. At my house, we're going to be fine. Just stick to it. All right. We're here about home improvement, home remodeling. Uh, I, I, I want to repeat, the book is The Patriots by Winston Groom. Pick it up. Read it. It's a very, very enjoyable read. All right, we've got people that are already calling in, one 767 that want to talk home remodeling, home improvement, and we'll get to those callers. If you get in, if you make that phone call, you're going to hear an auto attendant. Just push the number one, and that will bypass the introduction and put you in direct contact with my daughter, Carol Grace Vohr, in the call screening booth, and she'll get your name and your question, just like she did with Ray who's calling from Phoenix. Good morning, Ray. Good morning. Uh, my problem is I purchased two toilets about six weeks ago, and I had them installed. And after a couple of weeks, I realized that they're not flushing properly because there's not enough water on them being energy efficient, of course. So the waste uh, sometimes just remains there, and I have to scrub it out. So I called the factory, and they said to take a mirror, a mirror and look in, under the rim for the holes. Okay. Hey, I'm like 80 years old, and I'm not <laughs> going to do that. Now I've got to have some other alternative. 
Well, that's interesting, Ray. Can you, can you, are you comfortable sharing with me how much you spent per toilet? Probably about $200 each. Okay. All right. Well, that should be enough in the modern era to get a toilet that works. Um, There's something, did a licensed, bonded, insured plumbing contractor install the toilets? Yes, and uh, they came out and said that the water level in the tank was uh, as it should be, and because it was an energy-efficient toilet, that uh, there's not enough water in the bowl. So it doesn't flush away everything. Not all the time. Is that a two-flush toilet? <laughs> it, it doesn't have two knobs, one for liquids yeah. and one for solids, does it? No, no, no it's just a plain, ordinary yeah. toilet. I yeah. just wondered if you had any ideas. Well, I've got plenty of ideas, uh, but unfortunately, it may take another toilet. Um, we have low-volume toilets that do a very good job of doing a very good job of what you're not happy with. Uh, I would like to talk to the plumber who's installed the and ask him, has he done a pressure test on the house? Uh, the toilets you had before, how old were they? Well, they were here probably when the house was per, uh, built, is in the late 70s. And they were working fine? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> they were just so low, and uh, I just wanted to upgrade the house yeah. to begin with. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm thinking we've, we've maybe overpacked the wax ring as the plumber was reinstalling the unit. Something's inhibiting the flow of some type. There's a couple things we can do and check, Ray. Um, I'll get in touch with you offline, find out who installed it. I'll visit with them, and then we'll kind of go from there. I'll, I'll, I'll solve this for you. Hopefully it won't mean taking uh, a look at whether or not the company will take the fixtures back. But I, I'm thinking, when I learn what brand name the toilets are, I'm thinking we ought to be able to fix this. I appreciate your call. That's why you call Rosie on the house. That's why we show up every Saturday morning. So when you want to get uh, rid of the debris of your house, uh, <clears throat> we we can help you get that done. Uh, lots of things could be going on there. But today, that's enough money to spend on a low-volume toilet. It should be working just fine. Something's fundamentally wrong with the installation. That's my number one suspicion. So without pointing fingers or accusing anybody of anything. I just want to visit with a man that installed it and see what possibly could be going on. As we're on our way out to our first break here, I'd like to ask you all to uh, do me a favor. On our website, y'all all know you can vote for us as the number one contractor referrer service in Arizona. We've won that title 13 years in a row, overpowering all the national companies that try and come into Arizona and do the same thing. Well, they've started another contest, ArizonaCentral.com forward slash best of. Uh, log on there, give them your name, your email address, and cast a vote for who you think might be the best remodeler in Arizona. I'd like to be rolling down 
I-17 heading up to Flagstaff right now. I can see that happening. With this music rolling, <laughs> the snowflakes falling from the sky. Your new ski helmet in the backseat. My new ski helmet came in. Yes, yes, yes. And you want to do it now because uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you wait 24 hours, it's going to be rough. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. They're saying the travel advisories uh, for uh, Monday going to be pretty rough. But boy, what a great day to maybe target a day on the slopes for Thursday or Friday. I was thinking Rosie's dream come true would be to get up there and get stuck up there, Gary. Sorry, can't make it back. Oh, that <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so that a mile away. <laughs> that would be a dream come true. Hey, before you get back to home improvement, we do get many press releases and we can't cover them all, but this was a really cool one. It's coming up this week, January okay. 28th. Okay. It's for disabled American veterans and it's a job fair. And um, if you're interested, it's jobs.dav.org and um, you can get on there and find out you know, exactly how you go about it, but you can actually get interviews and get lined up with a job. So it's uh, Disabled American Veterans. Wow. Can Rosie on the House get participate in that? I don't know. I'll find out. I mean, we're looking to hire somebody at Rosie on the House right now, someone that's familiar with construction, mm-hmm. doesn't need to get on a roof, climb a ladder, or go out on job sites, just needs to report to the office. And, and it's, this is a task job. You know, it's a kind of a Girl Friday kind of job. Yeah, our boy Friday kind of job. Just somebody to do a lot of um, tasks. So you can give us a you can email us at info at rosieonthehouse dot com if you're interested. Yeah, it's part time job. Where did that term come from? It's going girl Friday. I don't know, but it just sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like this and that and everything else. But why Friday? What's wrong with and the other days? <laughs> and that, we are flexible that way. As well. And that and that limits it because the first the last person doing that job at our office was a man. Well, I said Boy Friday, too. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. <laughs> a Boy Girl Friday. All right, so the Veterans Job Fair this mm-hmm, week, mm-hmm. it's virtual? Yes, it is. And it, the 28th. And, it's and, Phoenix, Phoenix Jobs. So you, you would email um, DAV, um, jobs.dav.org. I'll have Carol throw it up on Facebook as well. Okay, let's see if we can bring in caller on line number two. I don't have a, a caller name. Let's see if we can bring him in, see if we can help him out. Good morning. Please identify yourself. Please identify yourself <laughs> if you can hear my voice. I do not have your name. Hello? Uh, okay, man, well, I'll let's tell you what. Let's see if we can go to Wendy then and we'll come back to that caller. Wendy, good morning. Let's see if we can answer your question real quick. Okay, I have a metal roof that was put on my house in 1996, and I keep hearing advertisements if your roof is over 20 years old, you need to have it replaced. Is that true of metal roofs too? No, Wendy, that roof ought to last you the, the 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 rest of your life and that home's life. If it if it was done correctly, um, the last thing you the last thing you need to be worrying about is your roof. Put your mind at ease. Thank you so much. You're gonna enjoy this weekend. All right, you too. Thank you, Rosie. <laughs> All right, thank you. And that, that's a great question because you do hear a lot of these ads right now. And generally speaking, if a roof is 20 years old, it, 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 it warrants at least an investigation, someone to take a look at it, make sure it's someone you trust. Uh, we've recently been approached by what I would call, I don't know what else to call them other than roof scammers, uh, that knock on your door unsolicited and tell you this is at one of our rental properties. Um, knocks on the door and says your roof has hail damage and we can get it replaced uh, 
for no cost out of your pocket more than five hundred dollars. We're gonna we're gonna convince your insurance company it's hail damage, and all you need to do is sign the contract right here. And then you sign a contract, and then they can't get the approval from the insurance company, so you're stuck with a contract and paying it yourself. And even but if which, they do get the insurance company to buy in on the deal, there's a good chance they haven't been here long. They're storm chasers. Uh, they they may have even illegally rented someone else's license, which is illegal, but it happens all the time. We call these roof rats of the humankind. So just be careful what you do and be careful. You don't have to answer the door to anybody. You certainly never have to let anybody in your home that you didn't invite there. It is it is a very current scam, even at the point of the rental property uh, we've had two of those approaches in the last three months. Oh, yeah. So it so it seems to be kind of the going trend right now. We checked on both those companies. They both happened to be licensed, bonded, and insured. But they also both had only been licensed, bonded, and insured less than six months Yeah, in Arizona. We like to see a company that's at a, least five years in business to make sure they can know how to stay in business. That's a big warning sign to me. So look for those companies that have been servicing the Valley for a long term to protect yourself. Okay. It's what we do when we're vetting our partners and any vendors we use in the, uh, at our own home or, or remodeling. We, we like to know someone's been successful and that's not to say we don't pull for the newcomer, but if we use a newcomer, we put them on a leash. It's about as long as your fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we tie them up pretty tight, and we would hope that you would, too. So we're here at Roselle Nows this particular last half hour to answer your questions. We do have the tip of the week that we talk about. We had special guests last week, Miss Connor Bridges, talking about— Bridges de- Connor. I'm sorry. Bridges Connor. Um, uh, decluttering. Get organized with Bridges and company. And we talked about all the things necessary on eliminating the confusion of cluttering. Yeah, so we're going to have Ms. Bridges back on in a few minutes and give us another couple tips on how to maintain that. Out with the old and in with the new is the theme on that one. And I'll give you a hint. It's tax season. You might be able to save on your taxes if you declutter. Hmm? This would be some more good music to be driving down some road, watching the snowflakes hit the windshield, the hood of your car, the juniper on the side of the road, the grass up at Antelope Flats. Beautiful, beautiful weekend in Arizona. Folks, have you been reading the auto industry headlines? I mean, Ford is just like owning the headlines right now. The 21 F-150, the headline says it's Ford's latest home run. How about the new Mustang, the electric SUV? It's a winner. And the Bronco, it, it off-road ability surprises and heads and shoulders above the competition. I was actually in uh, our, our production producer, engineer, Gary, I walked in his office the other day, and he was on the phone with with John Pratt from Sanderson Ford. And uh, John said, uh, Gary, you ought to come take one of these Broncos for a couple of days and see how you like it. Now, Gary, I was in the room. Yep. Yes. Yep. So if you don't take him up on that, I'm going to assume he was extending the invitation to me, too. <laughs> well, 
I tell you, I was uh, talking with John about the current commercial that Ford's running about the horse that was raised by goats. Yes. It turns into a Bronco. And there's an actual knob in the car that's labeled yes, yes, goat. Yes, yes. And it stands for, if I'm not mistaken, goes on any terrain. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I'm thinking, you know, Fossil Creek has been calling me there for about two years, there and I go. haven't been down to that, uh, my favorite little quiet place where the creek starts. And But then I got to thinking, you know, that might not, it may be a good test drive because of the weather. It, absolutely. But, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I can also stop uh, in uh, Pine at my favorite little breakfast place, uh, the Early Bird Cafe. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> and that Bronco would get you there in class and back. And I, I promise you, if, if, if you don't take him up on that, mm. I'm going to. Okay. The new Bronco. I'm on I, the phone I, with I, I got to get behind the wheel of that thing and give it a try. Ford products earning accolades all across the auto industry for everything they're accomplishing. And if you're shopping Ford, why not go? to America's most awarded Ford dealership in the country. It's right here in Glendale, Arizona. And, of course, I'm talking about Sanderson Ford, the only place I've bought a vehicle in the last 30 years. If you go, you'll thank me, Sanderson Ford. And good morning, and welcome back to Rosie on the House. It doesn't take much to get Rosie on a bunny trail if it has to do with road trips. But we're we're getting organized now. This this segment we um, have a <laughs> weekly to do every week. Last week it was on getting organized in general, and today it's on out with the old and in with the new. That's what do painful. you do with That's what painful. do you do with That's old stuff? That's a painful stuff? conversation. <laughs> and we decided that we should <laughs> definitely invite Bridges Connor back into the conversation. She owns Get Organized <laughs> with Bridges, and she is a master at organizing. Good morning, Bridges. How are you? Good morning, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. Anybody who wants to get to know you can just go to your wonderful website, getorganizedwithbridges.com, and right on that very front page you have a free publication, 10 Golden Rules to Get Organized. Some people just don't know where to start, and I think that might be might just be a good place to get started. It is a great ebook that they can download for free, no no cost. Um and yeah, lots of great tips, and you know, definitely out with the old, in with the new. Uh, lots of New Year's resolutions around getting organized. Um, but you know, one golden rule that's not on my ebook, which I need to probably update that. But something that makes a lot of sense with my clients is you have to respect your boundaries. Hmm. So explain what that means. So, okay, so take your closet, and let's say you have 10 foot of hanging, but you have 15 feet of clothes. Obviously, Hmm. your closet is not working because you have more stuff than you do space, or your shoe rack, or your kitchen with your pots and pans. If you can't find what you need at your fingertips, you're not respecting your boundaries. So that's when I get the phone call from my clients that say, help, I'm completely overwhelmed, and I don't know where to begin. And so, you know, everything's got to come out of the space, but that's where the big purge comes in. And, you know, the whether it's me or, you know, one of my 20 gals, wonderful professional organizers that work with me, you know, we look at the space. We have to gauge the space and we purge accordingly. I mean, okay, so let's just go in the in the vein of a closet. You only wear 20% of what you own 80% of the time. 
this. Go to the kitchen. You use the same pots and pans, you know, 20% of them, 80% of the time. So if you think that 80-20 rule again, it applies to organizing. So if, you know, if you boil that down and get rid of stuff that's not relevant, that, they, that you don't use, that you don't wear, that you don't, you know, you might have two bread makers. Well, you know what? Are you even making bread anymore? <laughs> so anyway, so... So we reworked that space, a big sort, a big purge, right? And then we make a space based on the customers or the client's lifestyle and habits because uh-huh. organizing is not a one-stop, you know, or, you know, one-size-fits-all. So, you know, we really interview the people. You know, are they left-handed? Are they right-handed? What do they wear the most, you know? Um, are they a working person? Are they a stay-at-home mom? So all those go into account. So then we resurrect the space, we resurrect the closet so that it works for them, and we're respecting the boundaries. I think that's critical. That's critical in interviewing the client because I think it's very critical Jennifer respects the boundaries of staying out of my garage. (laughs) (laughs) And and interview and interviewing the client is is a big part of what you do because I think boundaries. I'm 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 a, I'm I've got new commitments to boundaries right now. Oh boy, thanks Bridges. So <laughs> my library, my closet, and my garage. And once you you know, part of the trick of all that organizing too. So once you've gotten through Bridges' steps of making space uh, for what you do have, it's not sometimes it's not very easy to know what to do with it once you pull it out of the house, and so. Um, Bridget, well, go ahead. No, no, no. So, Jennifer, that's a really good point. And so that's where a lot of people get, get stuck because they're like, oh, my gosh, what do I do with that stuff? And so we provide great exit strategies for the items. So, you know, whether it's a donation, whether they want to give it to one of their kids, whether they want to, you know, start playing with consignment, um, you know, we're real good gauges of, and we're also very green. We really try not to put anything in the landfill that doesn't belong there. Because, you know, Goodwill or any of these donation places, um, you know, I will always run it through and let them decide. So that extra ex- exit strategy, sorry, I'm on my third cup of coffee. <laughs> well, I tell you is, what, is, Bridges, we, we actually have a yep. caller that's called in exactly on this topic. We'd like you to counsel, help, help us counsel Diane through what to do with a particular item she's come across. Diane, let me introduce you to Miss Bridges Connor. Bridges, meet Diane. Diane, the floor is yours. What are you dealing with? Miss Diane. Diane, go ahead. <laughs> we haven't got her. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I've been for four years, and it's been eleven years. Uh, start, Are you there? Yeah, we we didn't hear that whole question. Go ahead. It's not for four years. It's been a well. Actually, we've had the things for eleven years. Okay, tell us about it. But it's given us problems recently, and hopefully, I can get my husband to listen because I want his help. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> okay, good. Um, what we have is, well, Greg, do you want to explain what the problem is with that light fixture? Okay. 
we have some light fixtures in our bathrooms. They all match. I really like the looks of them. And on one of them, in the middle of one, it is loose or something with, I believe it's called the socket. Okay. And so it, my husband's replaced bulbs a couple times. He's decided it's not the bulb. It's the fixture. It happens to be the fixture. Okay. Let's yeah. let let's visit with Bridges on dealing with something that's actually fastened to the house. How do we ascertain whether this is worth hanging on to or not, Bridges? Well, you know, it, it, do you love it or do you need it? Or is it time to donate it and um, get something else in there that is more functional? Yeah, it's, it, it's not like a life or death situation in that scenario. If it, if a fixture is not operating, it generally tends to be a pretty simple fix, a loose wire, a connection that's come loose. If it's any more than that, it's probably not worth spending the time or effort to fix. Or money. Or money, absolutely. So at that point, you have to make that decision, and, replace. And Bridges, you have to do a lot of that kind of counsel when you're going through things, right? Help people to assess, assess this, you know, the cost of repair, the cost of keeping it, the cost of replacing it, and, and how dear is it to your heart? Exactly. And, you know, we try to work with the clients and set up boundaries for them so that, that um, it's easier to make those decisions. And once they, get, once they get the hang of it and how, you know, we operate, then it really is a lot easier for them to let go. You know, and know that their stuff's not going to go to the dump, right? That it, it's going to have another life generally. There you go. And that helps. Somebody else. Yeah, I think that that's fine. I think that's fine. What Rose yeah. <laughs> got rid of the inner hoarder in Rosie is realizing, hey, somebody else could be using this. But I wanted to yeah. point everybody, Bridges, to our website where we you wrote this article with us about um, the, out with the old, in with the new, in that article, they will find wonderful resources on places to donate and um, and even to sell, how to go about consignment. Yes, absolutely. And then another golden rule, let me just throw this in real quick. So after you've purged and you've respected your boundaries and your space is working for you, right, then comes in the golden rule, one in, one out, right? So if you buy a pair of shoes, a pair has to go out. Because if you keep accumulating, mm-hmm. accumulating, accumulating, you're going to get back to where you were with your spot originally. So one in, one out after that. Very good tip. And again, if someone would like to call you, visit with you, and discuss your participation in helping them declutter and get organized with Bridges and Company, what's the number they would call? They would call 480-297-7355. You can always find her at rosieonthehouse.com under organization. Thank you, Miss Bridges. We really appreciate you joining us. Actually, two Saturdays in a row. Uh, I understand there. She got uh, some good interest last week and had folks that were in desperate need of her services reach out to her and uh, retain her. So, yeah. Can I well, add something to what she had mentioned about mm-hmm. uh, looking, uh, donating to organizations? Take a photo of each of the items so that when you bring it over and get the tax receipt, You've got something to back up. Oh, great that idea. Was, that was instilled to me about 10 years ago, and it saved me once. <laughs> Good tip. That's an excellent yeah. tip. Okay. And Photograph kudos. and staple it with your, uh, 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 with your 
Tech. reason for appraising it or whatever. Exactly. It. And congratulations to you for taking the message to heart. Your garage, we got two cars in there this week, guys. That was... <laughs> wow. We well, got now, we got turned sideways after the accident. Now you can buy a Bronco. People... <laughs> yeah, baby. Gary. <laughs> yeah, baby, I can. And I, I want to stand... Um, in my own defense, <laughs> I want to be my own. Well, I wasn't legal. saying it was your mess. I was just congratulating you for cleaning it up. My garage has been with six kids has been everyone's storage closet but mine. Well, I found a great article this week, and it said rule number one to keep your garage clean is don't treat it like a storage unit, which we have done out of necessity. But you finally are getting it back. I just want to congratulate you. I I absolutely love it. It's it's now become my little favorite retreat. I got big screen TV out there. I got my ski exercise machine out there. Well, the vacuum is the is and the new vacuum. How about (laughs) that new vacuum mounted on the wall? Oh, it's a beauty. And don't even pretend like it's all of our stuff. It's all your ski. It's all like you just said. It's all your skiing stuff. And Dad, you have eighteen of the exact same camo jackets in that garage that take up probably the same amount of space as anything else. One thing in, one thing out. They're not exactly the same. There are different pocket styles for different sporting activities. Oh. Well. <laughs> Talk about getting burned. <laughs> All that being said, congratulations. What did I say about her being my favorite child? <laughs> did, did I start the show with that comment? <laughs> but getting organized. I, I told Jennifer the other day, I said, you know, it even feels different coming home. Being able to pull in and have that perfectly set up. And you walk in the house. It just makes you feel different walking in and walking out every single day. Speaking of driving down 17. Oh, man. I I got to meet the songwriter of this song, and I asked him, I said, tell me that you were driving down the road and you just came up with this idea. And he said, that's exactly it. You know? Most songwriters are going, no, I was having a pizza one day. Yeah, right, right, yeah. (laughs) The the pepperoni gave me the idea. Exactly. Okay, we've had several callers call in that didn't get on air that wanted the name of the book that I promised you would melt away all your anxieties and fears about the current political situation in our great country, the United States of America. The the author of Forrest Gump is a— history fanatic and he's written a book called the patriots and it will convince you that political foes in our great country have fought hard and spewed many mud slinging diatribe conversations at each other regardless what you hear in the current news today we are not in the worst political environment we've ever been in and we are going to survive it so no matter which side of the aisle you're on if you're all piled up with anxiety get over yourself and take the opportunity to shine bright shine optimistically and do what you can to bring us together in our differences it doesn't mean we all need to agree come civilized they didn't do it back then. The founding fathers didn't do it. wasn't very civilized at all. You read some of their letters and what they called each other. 
what they accused each other of. And they shot each other and, and they had shot duels each with other, each duels. other. Yeah. yeah. Let's just have a duel. And then they went to the bar. Meet me at the <laughs> meet me in the back of the old oak tree and bring your best sidearm. So we're here every Saturday morning, Rosie on the house. It's what we do. We do it to answer your questions about home improvement, home remodeling. But it's our invitation to you, the Arizona homeowners, to come into our house. We set up the studio as our house for these three hours every Saturday morning. So you can come in and visit with us. Let me take my 52 years of building and remodeling experience and help answer any questions you might have about owning your home, fixing your home, maintaining your home, or remodeling your home. I take Jennifer's advice Hmm. from what she gave me the very (laughs) first day I left the house to do the very first show. She said, Rosie, you don't have to know everything. You just need to know somebody and make sure you're free in referring experts that you know. We've done remodeling in Tucson. We've done remodeling in Bow. How many remodelers do you know have done a job in Bowse, Arizona, or Wikiup, Arizona? We've done several projects up in Flagstaff, innumerable, too many to count within Maricopa County. We've been to Springerville. We've been to Eager. We've been to beautiful Nutrioso, Arizona. We've been to virtually every corner of the state building or remodeling. So we try and cover the state with the radio program with our website, with our newspaper articles, so that you, the Arizona homeowner, can always have a safe place to check in for the right information on what to do about your house, home, castle, or cabin. And if you missed anything on the show, the podcast is up there 24-7. You know, if you're up at 2 in the morning, the baby's crying or whatever, and you miss a Listen to the podcast, rosieonthehouse.com. And if you okay. go, if you find that on our website, Gary takes the time to divide that into four segments with the main questions. So if you just remember anything about the segment, you can just tune into the question. You don't have to listen the whole hour to recapture. Yeah, but you should. Okay. <laughs> but, but you, you should. should. But you should. We actually have a caller online. He says, well, Rosie, I got the name of that book. What's the name of the other book you were talking about? The other book I was talking about is a true story about an immigrant that migrated to America. You've got to read it. It will become your favorite read. It's by George Papashvili. Papashvili. Can you spell it quick? P-A-P-A-S-H-V-I-L-Y. The name of the book is Anything Can Happen. By the end of the second chapter, it's a biography, this man, George, will be your best friend.